Rising family, and welcome to our broadcast. Let's get started with our affirmation. I'll turn it right back over to you. And I will do the affirmation for us, um, knowing that we are here on this beautiful morning with our mission uh, manifest a better and more loving world with our endowed divine powers on the energy of love of thinking, feeling, speaking, believing, imagining, visualizing, and, of course, taking action, knowing that God is within us, we pray. We take a few moments to be still, really still, and we say to our bodies, our minds, our emotions, Be still and know that I am God. Be still my nerves. Quiet down my body. Be still my heart. Relax. Be still and know that I am God. Be still my mind. Settle down my thoughts. Be still my doubts and questionings. Be still. Answers will come. Light will shine. Just for now, be still and know that I am God. Be still my heart. Be still my emotions. There is nothing to fear. There is no reason for anxiety. Let go tension, stress, and strain. Let go pressures. Be still and know that I am God. Be still, my body. Be still, my mind. Be still, my heart. Be still and know that I am God. I am still. And in the stillness, I feel the very presence of God surrounding me, the very life of God flowing through me, and the very power of God strengthening and uplifting me. I give thanks simply by saying and feeling, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is, so let it be. Amen and amen. Back to you, Lady Tycoon. Thank you so much, Lena Baby. Beautiful as always. Oh, family, we're so excited today to have Soraya Van Horn on the line with us today. Born in Indianapolis, Van Horn Ventures LLC is a leading business consulting management company provider of strategy planning and contract venture services to private entrepreneurs across the United States. They provide a range of consulting services and utilize their vast resources and years of experience to help CEOs get a seat at the table. They have expertise in all aspects of the service industry, and over time they've developed specific tools necessary to help clients identify who buys what they sell, how and when to consider team strategies, 
and more importantly, how to keep a contract that once awarded. Anyone can win a contract. They help you to understand how to keep it. Serving those who serve is not just a model for her. It has been a plan of action from day one because they know that freedom ain't free. Their virtual training or mastermind seminar will often include business retreats at luxury locations so clients can truly immerse themselves. Their contract venture management services are designed with their clients in mind, and their goal is to become a valuable extension of our companies, agencies, or programs. And that means handling compliance considerations, training, and resource management. Their main services are business consultant services, invoice funding services, government contract consulting services, as well as their um, consultant strategy planning. So I'm so excited to have Soraya Van Horn on the line with us today. I know her her name is kind of familiar to us, (laughs) and that's because there's a beautiful partnership of mother and daughter, but they do look like sisters with with Soraya Garner. So I'm so excited to have the senior person in the in the family here today. So Soraya, I know I'm ready. I truly believe our family and our co-hosts are ready. So allow me to pass the mic right over to you. Let's go, go, go. Lady Tycoon, thank you so much for that welcome. It is my honor to be here, and I give honor and all glory to God for the opportunity and uh, the role that you have opened up for others to share what they do. So this is a very special week. I know you had to ask me to come on, and and I wanted to choose this week. Again, uh, knowing, first of all, happy birthday to you on Thursday. My birthday follows you on Friday. So we got the Capricorns in the house, and uh, we just celebrated, again, Martin Luther King. I want to uh, pause for that and, uh, again, just remind people, Martin Luther King had a dream. He shared his dream. His mountaintop speech, they say, was his eulogy. So he knew that his days would not be long. My question to the listeners is, what is your dream? Are you living the dream? You hear that phrase a lot. What does that mean to you? So let's take some time to reflect. My whole premise today is about getting to the table. We'll define what that table is and how you can get to it. I want to start off, though, a little bit about me. Again, Soroya Van Horn. I am located here in Indianapolis. I give all credit to coming from a um, historically black city, East St. Louis, Illinois. Not St. Louis, Missouri, but East St. Louis, Illinois. I grew up there, and uh, my mother wanted me to, uh, during that time, grow up and get a good government job. Again, security was the name of the game when I came through, not necessarily education, get a government job. She was uh, in civil service herself, and I, I followed my mother's desires. I grew up, I passed the civil service test, I worked for the Army, worked for the Air Force, worked for the Navy as a civil servant, and I married a Marine. So I served in DOD capacity as a civil service. And little did I know that I was in my master class during that time. I did not know when I was reporting to colonels and generals and and all of the, the military structure and organization and processes that I was learning then. I did not know how that would mesh in my life, but I now realized that was my master class. And it led me to the journey that I am in now. So I retired early uh, here in Indianapolis out of one of the larger companies in town, uh, Eli Lilly, a pharmaceutical company. And again, I I give credit 
to the corporation for what I call teaching me how to be dangerous. Again, all the tools and tactics and techniques that I learned there in a corporation um, helped me to develop the processes and procedures that I now share with my clients. When I uh, came out early, I uh, hired a, a coach myself. And to me, I'll, I'll stop there to define. I like to define words when people talk about mentors and coaches and uh partnering with others that can help them. A coach, to me, is giving you access to the front of the line. There is so much information out on the Internet, universities, on uh, YouTube, and things of that nature. And sure, if you've got more time than money, go ahead and spend hours and hours and hours searching, listening. You can do that in, in your car. You can do that while you're exercising. Go for it. But for those game changers who I work with that want access, in other words, I got a little bit more money than time to where you get me to the front of the line, then Let's go. Let's buckle up and get ready to go. So my uh, consulting that I do now under Van Horn Ventures is helping CEOs identify and compete to win government contracts. Again, I don't believe that you have to start at the bottom. Normally when you, you go through a rank and file or serial, you uh, you have to start here. You have to finish this and schooling or whatever, and then go to this process and go to that process. You know, past performance is past performance, however you obtain it, and that's what I help my clients understand. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but I do not believe that you have to start at the bottom. It's proven. So we'll talk about that too. To give you some statistics, again, the government, when people define their ideal client, their ideal avatar, we know and you've heard that the federal government is the largest buyer of goods and services, again, services and products, okay? So how large are they? $500 billion each year is spent on purchasing goods and services, okay? And large companies, again, your Northrop and Grumman, your General Dynamics, large companies are required to do spend with the smaller companies. You'll often hear, and this surprises people quite a bit, is uh, when you're going out looking for small business, minority businesses, black-owned businesses, companies will say, we can't find any. And, and others will like, hey, I'm out here. But the issue is it's positioning. It's positioning. You have to be in position to win, and that's with anything in life. Are you in position? So translate positioning into registration. Where are you registered? How do the larger companies know where you are if you are not registered? Okay? So let's talk about what that looks like. First of all, we want to give uh, kudos again uh, for President Biden. When he took office in 21. His first executive order was Executive Order 13985, 13985, and that was for the advancing of racial and equity support of the underserved communities. That was the very first bill that he fi- that he filed and signed. He was serious about large companies giving back. He was serious about the over 96 agencies that are within the government, that they had to come up with a plan on how they were going to work with minority businesses. 
and you'll see that money coming out through your community center, through your urban leagues, through your black chambers, uh, companies like that, and, and, again, the larger companies also. So, again, that's how that money is divvied out on top of the solicitations and, and uh, requests that are coming out through the, uh, the government. Also, we'll talk about set-asides. What does that look like? I, I'm just going through some definitions so that we can get into the meat of how to get you to the table. Set-asides are what I call the advantages. I say let's take advantage of the advantages. Again, the IRS, the tax system, was set up as an advantage for business owners. So one thing that I share with you, again, turn your hobby into a business. Right off. Again, you can, you know, put a, a magnet on your car if you're doing some network marketing, things like that. And I'm just giving tips on how to help you get to the table. Again, build that past performance if that's what you're looking to do in as getting into business. So, again, the, the government, the IRS was set up for business owners, um, helping you with your hobbies to turn that. If you do photography, turn that empty room into your office. If you spit shine shoes, turn that into a business so that you can get those write-offs. I remember when um, uh, the pandemic hit in 2020 and uh, individuals were saying, well, how can I get some of the PPP money, which was the payroll protection money that was given out and, and other supports that were doled out. But unless you're in position, unless you have your company set up as a um, uh, entity or um, company that's uh, making money versus a sole proprietor, then you're not in position. And so I know my daughter talked a little bit about that as she mentioned about how to come through, again, the ranks as it relates to registering with your state, getting your EIN number, things of that nature. So, again, positioning is very important, and it doesn't matter what business you're in. It's important that you are in position to receive the opportunities that are out there that are set aside just for you as a minority, as a woman-owned, as a disadvantaged business, as a veteran-owned business, or um, as a hub zone. Hub zone is related to the area zip code community that you live in, and that's the only one that's not a socioeconomic uh, designation as far as the government is concerned with that set aside. So. Let's jump, in, jump into what that looks like. And, again, I'm going to give you 10 tactics to the table. Again, you do not have to start at the bottom, but you do have to have past performance, however that is obtained, okay? So the, when you register your company, in other words, you go through the uh, Secretary of State, you register your business, you get your EIN. And, and some people may say, well, I'm, it's just me. I'm not uh, growing like that. Position your company like a corporation. You never know when something may jump off or the opportunity presents itself to you, and you don't want to have to stop and backtrack, oh, well, i got to go get my EIN number, which is an employee identification number. You want to start off like a large company. You want to start off with the end in mind. Again, a succession plan. How do you shut it down? In other words, you start this business, and how do you grow it? But then how do you be prepared to transition, to shut it down, or to even sell it? Again, uh, we talk about Shark Tank. How do you grow your company or position it so that you are ready for opportunities. Again, it's better to uh, have an op uh, opportunity and, and not need it than 
to prepare for that. So, again, you have to be in position for what comes your way. So getting into the federal government is process, okay? It's not hard. It's just a process. It's steps. Many people are intimidated by the steps because it's a lot. Again, I, I say this all the time. I would rather have one good government contract, which is normally multi-year, multi-million, meaning it's usually a five-year contract and multi-million, than having a hundred okay clients, okay? So that's my excitement about government contracts. You can remember whenever the government is shut down, Social Security checks are still coming out. The government is still paying you through your contract as opposed to the city and state that may halt operations. Okay, so there's a, a difference in, in the federal side. And again, I consider that the mecca of business because, again, they buy everything. But to get in position, you have to register. You have to register through SAM.gov. And SAM simply stands for the System of Award Management. Okay, so that's um, SAM.gov. And it's, uh, you, you go there, and it's probably about a 40-minute process. And I help my clients to do that. So if you're interested, at the end, I'll give you an opportunity where you can work with me to uh, get in position to win these government contracts that we talk about. So again, one of the things that we do is identify what it is that you sell. So for instance, I had a client before that was selling you know, shea butters, lotions, potions, and things of that nature. Now the government, when we go online to look at the list of things that the government buys, you may not see that listed in that order. But guess what? They do buy Purell hand sanitizers. They buy soaps and things of that nature. So the idea is to help you understand what it is that you sell and what it is the government buys and how we can transition into that, okay? So it's not that the government will not buy your lotions and potions. There, uh, there's a little store called the PX, which is on the military basis that you can get your uh, items in. Again, when the, uh, there are other tactics that when the soldiers uh, come back from war overseas, they have a debriefing. So there are opportunities where you can possibly do a gift basket. So there are creative ways to get into the government. There's not just one entry point into that. So the point is is to identify what it is that you sell, what your good or service is, and then what agency out of those 96 agencies that are out there that you can sell to. So, again, knowing that the main agency of those 96 is DOD. DOD, of course, is Department of Defense, where you have your Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, all of that is your DOD, and they are the billion-dollar buyers in that. But again, you've got Department of Education, uh, Health and Human Services, all of the other agencies that come over there. So again, it's important for you to identify which of those agencies are buying what you sell. Okay, So just know that they spend over $500 billion a year. We want to make sure you don't need that much, but surely to get your piece of the pie and, again, a foot in the door and a seat at the table. So let's talk about when you go to register. Again, it's all about getting in position. You can have anything you want 
if you can help other people get what they want. So think with that in mind. And that's a quote from Zig Ziglar. Again, you can have anything you want if you can help others get what they want. So again, when you go to register, there's a section within your application, and it's called the uh, DSBS. It's for the Dynamic Small Business uh, Search is what it is. And you have to fill that out so that the contracting officer, meaning the procurement decision maker, can find your information. Again, you want to maximize what it is you do. Again, uh, sharing your past performance, what is the service or good that you are selling, the knowledge, and your advantage. In other words, what is your advantage of them picking you over someone else. So again, understanding and maybe getting with a content writer or a consultant that can help you understand truly that brain dump. Take, you know, so many people hold things in their, their mind. Oh, I know what I do, but let's put it on paper. Again, uh, putting it on print makes all of the difference, okay? So you have to make sure that you are able when you're filling out the application in the SAM.gov, again, that's the system of award management, that you are filling out the information completely because if you miss that part, the contracting officer will think that you're a new kid on the block. In other words, you do not know what you're doing, and that's very important because they are proactive in searching for opportunities that you are registering for. So just know that the government is looking for things that you sell, and they want to do business with you. So it's important uh, to know that if you want to expand. And again, government contracting at the federal level is just a way of scaling. You know, a lot of people are getting into real estate and other opportunities. Government contracting is a way of scaling. So go ahead and put that feather in your basket so that you can have opportunities at a uh, diverse level. Okay? So one of the... Uh, tips that I have also would be at the level of review. Let's do a review or update of your marketing plan. It's always good to review where you are. You know, what are your wins? What needs improvement within your company? What's your marketing plan? How are you marketing your business? Uh, there are, again, lots of tactics and strategies to help you get to the table. If you are a minority-owned uh, company, again, a, a woman-owned company, you might think that you may need to partner with a veteran-owned company so that there's two checkboxes that you can um, check off on your way to get to the table. Again, those are strategies in order to do that. And one of the biggest things that I will also pause and note is that companies that are going for federal government contracts, you always want the bigger amount. In other words, if you are trying to get a million-dollar contract, and guess what? You've only made $50,000 a year in your business as it is now. Strategy is to definitely partner, okay? You can come in as a subcontractor, again, finding that partnership that works for you. And I will say that minorities have a hard time doing this. They have a hard time letting go. It's a, even in investment purposes. It's like they don't want to pay somebody or, or if they know somebody is making more than they are, they don't want to go to the table. It's like you have to let that mentality go. Again, you can have anything you want if you help enough other people get what they want. So it's a win-win if you've got a million dollars, $3 million, $10 million opportunity 
sitting out there waiting and you don't want to partner with somebody just to get your foot in the door, again, once you get your foot in the door, you can always scale. You can always branch out, and that is the key. We don't stop once we win the first contract. We continue to grow, and that's building the team, helping you put processes in place so that you can scale properly. Okay, And remember that government contracting is not only in your back door. Again, we're talking federal. Okay, So it doesn't matter, you know, if I'm in Indiana, I can, you know, have contracts wherever. You set up teams. And, again, that's what we help you understand how to do that. If you're a janitorial service, that happens every day, all day, everywhere. So, again, don't feel limited only because, you feel that you have to go in and flip the switch. It's not you that has to flip the switch. I help people understand how to set up teams anywhere, okay? And that comes down, again, to being process-driven, organized, okay? So, so let's keep that in mind where we're looking for opportunities. And, again, that's the beauty of having contracts abroad, outside of your area, so that you, again, can write that off. <laughs> you know, you want to go to a, a certain state, write that off. Business opportunity all day long. So, again, to be strategic in how you're looking for opportunities is key. Okay? Let's go on to the, uh, the next one, and it's uh, the capability statement. The capability statement is uh, specific to government contracting. It is a one-page resume. Think of it that way. It's a one-pager that highlights who you are, what you do, the service you deliver, your core uh, values, your contact information, uh, the uh, past performance that you had, and more importantly, what makes you different? What are your differentiators? In other words, why should we pick ABC company versus XYZ? You have to know what you have to offer, and why you are different, okay? So the capability statement is just that. It's a one-page document, and it's it's mandatory. Once you have that in your arsenal of uh, opportunities that you're going out for, it's a no-brainer. And that's one of the main documents that a contracting officer, uh, meaning decision-maker within the government will ask you for, okay? And it'll have all of your uh, nomenclatures, meaning your your DUNS number. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, the government's not using DUNS numbers anymore. Uh, it'll have your NAICS code. And NAICS codes are your North American Industry Code Standards. It's a six-digit nomenclature that identifies your industry. If you're in, again, janitorial, construction, uh, consulting, whatever that is, it's a six-digit number that goes on your capability statements and lets the contracting officers know what industry you're in, okay? So having a good capability statement is key, okay? Let's talk about number five, uh, spending a little time on the lessons learned over the past years. Again, reviewing and looking back on anything, even as we reflect into coming into the new year. Do you do a um, a goal setting. Let's look back and see what went well in the previous year, what we can rinse and repeat, do better, are things that we need improvement of. That's so important in any situation, whether it's government contract or just business, period. You need to know your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. Again, those are the SWAT. 
What does that look like? And and putting things in place, again, with the pandemic, it has made it clear again, you know, our, our threat is, is our health. It could be our health at any given time. It could be our health. So does that mean that your business shuts down because you get sick? What opportunities or processes do you have in place that the show goes on whether you're sick or not? No one wants to hear that excuse that, uh, you had an, an illness going on. They want to know, where is my service delivery? So, again, you have to think about those things that get your foot at the door and keep you there. So, again, I say uh, winning a government contract is like getting married. Anyone can get married. Let's see how well you stay married. So, same thing. You can win a contract. Let's see how long you keep it and how well you keep it. And that goes back into having good processes vetting your employees properly, and how do you do that? Again, how do you train your employees? Do you have uh, procedures in place? If you were ever audited, and truly, whenever you're getting government money, period, know that you are susceptible to an audit at any time. You don't have to have notice of that. If they're giving you federal money, knock, knock. We're coming to knock on your door. Show me your book. So I always teach my client how to be audit ready, to do self-audit, and that's a tip that I also have them write in their RFPs, that they do a self-audit. So when you're doing a proposal response, put that in there. It shows that you're being proactive, that you care about your internal processes, and that you want to do the right thing in order to win this contract and and to show the uh, decision makers that you're doing these self-audits. So again, it depends on what industry that you're in. So say transportation, which is uh, one of the lanes that I I love and I'm I'm in also. How are you doing your orientation? In other words, you have your employees come in initially, orientation. What happens if you have an accident? Are you, you know, what determines that they go and get a, a a drug testing, things of that nature? What is your process? When things go awry, what what happens? You know, it, you plan a business where everything goes well, but what happens when you have customer complaints? What happens? Is your policy that uh, the customer is always right? You have to plan for the negative. You have to plan for things that are not a sunny day. And all of that is all in your process and how your employees are reacting to that? Do they know how to escalate? Do you know how to escalate? And what does that look like? And again, what can shut your business down? Okay, so those are key conversations, critical conversations that you need to have from the jump and not wait till it knocks on your door before you address it. So that is uh, tip number five. Number six, let's review and update processes and procedures. Again, are we evaluating employees? I like the method of doing a 360 evaluation. So let's imagine that we have our employees on day one. This is part of their packet, part of their employee handbook, and we're doing a 360 Review. So at the uh, end of the year, again, employees are asking for a raise. Hey, I did a good job. Well, let's see if you did a good job. So again, say you have questions uh, stating uh, were you on time, were you uh, collaborating with your uh, cohorts, how were you doing X, Y, Z. You have the employee rate themselves, and then you rate them also. And if the numbers are don't mesh up, say if it was one to ten uh, number rating that you had, that takes the heat off of you as an employer. 
In other words, if you're a small business, you don't have an HR department, and I say you're you're operating as as CEO, meaning uh, not chief executive officer, but uh, chief everything officer. So in small companies, you do that a lot uh, until you can delegate and pass it on. So in other words, it takes. Uh, the heat off of you when you're having that one-on-one evaluation with that employee uh, to let them know it's like, well, I've got you down maybe for uh, six to ten late calls or you were late coming into work, and I don't think that that's, you know, uh, an example of worthy of, of being 100% raised. Maybe you may get 75%, but it's not 100%. So, again, to have those numbers to help you speak the right language with your employee, and they can respect that. They know coming in that at the end of the year, these are the criteria that they will be rated for. Because, again, employee retention is key. And if an employee knows what their expectations are, then that's key. That goes on to also um, bringing on virtual assistants. That's a, a real big deal for small businesses. How do I delegate? How do I pass on? How do I do a brain dump? of the things and items that I have in my head, and how do I make a decision? Some say, well, you pass on items when you're delegating to a virtual system, system, rather than items that you know well, so that if they're not doing them to your standard, you can correct them. Others have a a mindset of saying, well, you pass on the things that you don't want to do. And if that's your mindset, then make sure that you get an expert. One of the things is bookkeeping. You know, that's for me. I, I don't like doing bookkeeping, so I make sure that I spend high dollar on bookkeeping and taxes because, again, those things are items that can shut you down, okay? So you have to understand the key things that keep you in business and keep you at the table. So processes and procedures are worth the time it takes to sit still and make sure you know what those look like because they're they're very important in, in, uh, again, staying at the table. Number seven, let's consider asking for a debrief. So a debrief is, um, again, a a way for you to ask the government how did you do. Give me some feedback. So it doesn't matter if you responded to a request for proposal, which is an RFP, you sent a solicitation, and your response to that request that the government had, and say you were not the winning vendor, okay, and, and that uh, can can happen most times. You want to write to them and ask them, where did you fall short? Ask them to give you feedback, and that's called a debriefing. And they'll let you know, was it a technical? In other words, you didn't have the technical uh, competency there, you did not have uh, your dollar amount was maybe the highest or maybe it was lowest. A lot of people go in with the standpoint, well, uh, the government wants to buy low, I'll be the lowest bidder. And the contracting officer knows that it takes more than that to make this operation run. So you want to make sure that you have your numbers together and, and above all, you ask the decision maker how did you fall short? Because then you take that information back to your team and you revise your processes. You get it together so that you can be the winning contractor on your next round. So you want to make sure that you're doing that uh, on a consistent basis. Number eight, again, you want to ask for reviews and evaluations, always in your proposal writing, and do that within your team. You know, ask your team. Again, how are you doing as a company? Remember, leadership, a company rises and falls 
based on leadership. Okay, nobody wants a boss. That's one of the words I really do not like in the work environment. No, nobody wants a boss. Nobody wants to support, uh, report to a boss. Nobody wants to be boss. We're teammates. I'm nothing without you, and vice versa. We're going to the top together, so we are teams together. So that boss word should not be there. So you want to get the feedback internally. Again, do internal audits and processes to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Again, uh, reviews can be from a standpoint of a Freedom of Information Act. It's called the FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. When you're going for opportunities with the government solicitation, they, uh, there's an op- a process where you can ask for the previous contract. So again, you can do your homework on the previous vendor that won the award that you're going after now so that you can at least get some numbers and know how you need to measure up, okay? Number nine, make sure that all government reports are set up on calendars. Again, yearly audits. Again, with uh, my daughter talked about the state. You have to keep your registration up to par. You have to keep your SAMS registration. It's a yearly regist- registration. You want to update that. You may have won some contracts in the previous year, and you want to make sure that you are updating your information to reflect that. Okay, you may have started out at a $100,000 level, but yet you've got, you know, some contracts that brought you up higher, and you want to make sure that all of that information is updated and accurate so that your business is in the best light when those decision makers come in to look at your company. And lastly, do you have a presentation deck? Again, this is not just specific to federal government contracting, but it's for all um, private and city-state opportunities also. There are so many different ways for you to showcase your company. You can do uh, videos. You can do uh, presentation decks with PowerPoint. You can update your website. There are lots of ways that you can shine the light on your company to reflect in the most positive way. So again, that gives you an advantage over someone else if you have some of these social media and um, opportunities going on to shine the light on your company and make sure that you're being seen in the best light and you are taking advantage of the advantages. So it has been my pleasure to give to you the 10 tactics on how to get to the table and more importantly, how to stay at the table. So again, Soroya Van Horn, Van Horn Ventures, if this information resonated with you, and you are a game changer, meaning you are ready to take your business to the next level. I'd love to invite you to have a free strategy session with me where I'll identify the service or product that you have, the agency within the government that buys, and how you can position your company to win. If you text the number, um, I'm sorry, if you text TABLE, 2023, the word table, T-A-B-L-E, 2023, all together, to 66866, again, to text that to that number. So, Lady Tycoon? (laughs) Wow, that was awesome. But you know, you need to repeat that for some of us uh, senior people. Text the word table, 2023, to 66, did you say 6686? Six six eight six six. Okay, I was, yeah. you know, I, I'm looking for the rest of the whole number. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. take, take the word table twenty twenty three to six six eight six six. 
That was so awesome. But, you know, I'm, I need to go back to your 10. Uh, I was actually, I don't think you were numbering at the beginning, so I was numbering myself. So I figured okay. number one was, was getting your EIN to position your company, your employee ID number, right? Right, yes, exactly. And then that number was number two uh, going to SAM.gov, the system yes, of Sam. award management? Exactly, uh, yeah. And number three, was it registering your DSB, Dynamic Small Business Search? Was that number three? DSBS, correct. Mm -hmm. DSBS. And then I don't know if four was update and review your marketing plan. You got it. Yeah, you're, you're on board. Okay. Okay, okay, because I was putting number five as capability statement, uh, but then uh, I think you were saying number five was spending time on the lessons learned. So that's where I, I, I went a little awry there. Um, okay, yeah. Was that part of the same thing, the capability yep. statement instead of spending time on the lessons learned? Exactly. That's part of the same? Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then number same six, review and update um, to evaluate the employees, your 360 review? Exactly. Number seven, asking for debriefing and how you did um, requesting proposals from the government if you did not get the contract. Number eight, ask for review and evaluation um, from your team, how we're doing mm -hmm. as a company. Number nine, for your yearly audit. Uh, that's why I think I missed some of that. Your SAMS registration. What was all the, in the yearly audit, please? And then number 10 was your presentation deck. What's number exactly. number nine with yearly audit? What was all in, 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 included with that? That's your government reporting. So make sure that you have all your registration uh, marked on your calendar so that you can have your audits and, and registrations up to date. Registrations up to date. Um, and I guess it depends on your category, how many registrations there are, or, or they are generally a certain four or five or something? Or it no, depends so on... No, so in other words, you've you got your uh, state, your secretary of state. That's key. In other words, if you let that go, that's uh, not good. That's your basic business. Then the SAM registration is something different. So, again, any of that, even if you have licenses, I didn't mention that. If you are in an uh, uh, industry where you have to have licenses, it's just to have your registration, period, up to date from a reporting standpoint so that you can continue. Again, all those things can take you out of business if not up-to-date, if you're not licensed and registered, period. Now, I've had the pleasure of, and, and you know, it, it's so right as far as you get into these situations and then feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> A couple of years ago, I had the opportunity, um, and, I, and I think with, with Dr. Florence Alexander, you know, she was always with the um, NASA and there was some great opportunities in working with with them, and and they have um, where you can get in front of all these different government folks. And but you like you said, you have to have those wording together. And how do you describe this and that? And boy, ooh, that just took me for a loop. I just when I, you know when you like, go back with your tail between your legs, like okay, never mind, I'll come back another year or so from now. And definitely, and and then even there was a a, a government, I guess, a right state. The uh, NMSDC, is it the National, uh, how does it, exactly. National, yeah. uh, how does that it stand is. for? Could you remind me? And, and it's the uh, SDC, oh, gosh, you caught me off guard there. Um, National Minority Strategic. Supplier, or, supplier Developer Company. Supplier Developer. Yeah, it's Supplier Diversity Council. 
is what it is, MSBC. So, again, that's uh, an organization within um, most city, most major cities or regions have that, and they do business with the large companies and they help the small businesses to get in there. So, again, that was just the supplier diversity. Yeah, but there is amazing opportunities out there for small businesses to get involved because um, they, like you said, they have money set aside that they have yeah. to do business with. It, but it's a matter of okay, who's put their hand up? Who's prepared with all the paperwork to be able to 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 be in position? Like you said, to be mm-hmm. in position mm-hmm. to yeah. take advantage of those opportunities. And you know, yeah. it's only a matter of you know, no no sense in trying to scramble to get ready if we are just going ahead to be ready at, when the yeah. opportunity arises. So thank you so much for putting yeah. that in place, and it sounded so easy and simple, but definitely I will be, I'm, I'm going to be one of the first on the list. I need that conversation today as far as that um, lesson. Mm-hmm-hmm. Well, let's start exactly. our comments over with our, our team. So over to you, Billionaire Baby. Yes, that was so fantastic to hear all of the things that we need to do to get in place to take our small businesses to larger business. And now, because of the Internet, it can be worldwide. So we, we thank you very much for fantastic information. And we have to let people know, if anyone know people, I know everyone in my family had a small business at one point, but they did not know how to to really process it so that it become a wider business or a world business. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's fantastic. Back to you, Lady. Thank Thank you. Yeah, and I can see you making such an amazing team with your beautiful, fantastic daughter. So there's a a dynamic duo for sure. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, I love working with her. She's full of energy and keeps me there also. And I can see the training that she received definitely, you know, and 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 great that you know, you know, I can imagine the wonderful training you had with the military, and to have all of those different uh, um, agencies in within the military, I can see how that definitely set you up on the right track for what you're doing today. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, over to you, Reverend Burnett. Good morning, all again. Morning. Thank you, uh, Soroya. Got it, Soroya. You got it, yeah. Uh, For this uh, detail, I heard a um, statistic last night. I was on a call about cooperative businesses. Mm -hmm. And I was just amazed at them saying that about 90 or 99% of black-owned businesses have just one employee. That's the mm-hmm. person themselves. Mm-hmm. And when I was reporting, yeah, uh, so so the things that um, I'm fascinated with in your presentation today is this process of scaling up mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. we are able to employ more people, we are able to get bigger contracts, we're able to offer more services, mm-hmm. just that whole idea and concept. And I really appreciate you really drilling us down on 
the federal government's role mm-hmm. in all of that as a way of um, positioning ourselves, not just, you know, uh, I like the word positioning because mm-hmm. that means that we're all the things in the background, the detailed exactly. things, the mm-hmm. thinking through process, the putting in place so that we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. I like the um, notions of collaboration and teaming. Um, mm-hmm. It's better to have a small piece of a huge thing than 100% of something that's tiny. Mm-hmm. So I really exactly. like that. Well, thank you and, for that. Uh, Most definitely. Yeah, I, I just I thank you. The whole idea mm-hmm. of policies, procedures in place, and thinking through what if. This was very mm-hmm. thorough. Awesome. I appreciate it. Let, let me let me piggyback off of one thing you said I want to uh, bring out, and that is if when you work as a solo entrepreneur uh, uh, or um, CEO in your company, one or two people, delegation is so key, but yet it's hard. So you think about that. You hear people say that your business is your baby, and it is. You're up day and night with it. You don't want nobody to talk about your baby. It is that way. And you take that pride in it, but yet you don't want anyone to babysit your baby. You don't want to give it away. And that's what's going to hinder you. You cannot operate like that. You're going to have to identify the things that you will never give up, and the things that you will give up. Anybody can answer the phone. Let them answer. Anybody can maybe shuffle the paperwork around. So that's the thing that I come in and help you understand what is your secret sauce. Again, you know, Soraya, my daughter, talks about, you know, your IP. What's your intellectual property? What is it that you will never give up to anybody? If you gave that away, somebody can take your business and run. But you have to identify that in order to run faster. Okay? So, Set your business up with the idea like a corporation. You've got marketing, sales, production, um, all of that, you, security. You've got all of that involved in your company, and you have to, you know, do you want to be the one? Do you want to take a vacation? I don't like people setting up businesses so that they can check into their own job opportunity, you know, creating a job for themselves. That's not That's not why we technically would start a business. We want the freedom. And in that, I asked the question. To me, when I started, freedom was important. So I asked people, how do you define success? Let's talk about it. So my idea is not yours. Maybe you like going in flipping the switch. That's not what I like. I like, you know, I wanted to have a lucrative and lifestyle-friendly business. So it's how do you define I'm so aware of that having having that conversation up front, particularly when you're thinking about collaborating, teaming, partnering with someone. I had a beauty supply distributorship that had six stores and 30 employees at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons in reflecting, after we mm-hmm. went out of business, I reflected that we never had the most meaningful, important conversations about value, Mm -hmm. what was important to us as individuals, Mm -hmm. what did we want to get out of it. So we Mm -hmm. found ourselves working contradictory to each other in our thinking and some of the things that we were doing, what we were saying to employees was different. Um, You know, and and, um, Mm -hmm. so I really learned from that. I I had some great lessons from that experience 
mm-hmm. uh, in reflecting on it. So just thank you. Mm-hmm. This has just been right. very thorough and very comprehensive, and I appreciate it very much. Awesome. And I, w- I will add to that, um, you have to define failure. That's one of the things we go to go through, too. So, for instance, um, I know I, I'll just reflect when I started off in, in another business, I used to um, do a lot of vending events. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I didn't make a sale with the vending. I was selling something high end at the time. It's like, okay, that's not my audience. They're looking for, you know, 10 or $20 uh, items at this vendor event. They weren't looking for high-end items. And again, it's lessons learned. You have to take that just like the, uh, you know, light bulb, you know, a thousand times, you know, until you got it right. Formula 409. Yeah. It was named Formula 409 because they had 408 times. It didn't work. So you have to define things that, you know, what is failure? It's just opportunities that do not work. So uh, that's one thing. And the other thing uh, I want to hone in on what you said was about hiring family. That's a big deal. When you hire family, imagine if you have a restaurant and you got Big Mama at the cash register. She gets into it with customer service. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to take Big Mama off of the cash register. But if you're the owner, how do you go tell your mom, hey, mom, that's not a that's you right. know, you're not fit for that job. So understand these crucial conversations and when to let go at what point? Because those kind of things can take you out of business also. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. Thank you so much. Awesome, awesome. Thank I'm you. Just use two uh, words. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't see you as a family gathering. <laughs> Big mama cooking, she put that skillet right upside your head. <laughs> You'll be eating out of cardboard box and styrofoam for quite a while, but if, if you can choose, you won't, you won't have that problem at the register. And, and, and that's true. I mean, when you hear them say it's lonely at the top, you lose friends and family on your journey up, and you have to be willing to do that. So again, yeah. what's it worth to you? I mean, this this is real talk. It it really is. You yeah. know, hiring. Family. I mean, biz- you're, you're right. Business is business. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, this was an awesome, awesome presentation. Um, great information. You made it very simplistic. Uh, oh, way back in the mid '80s, I got 8A certified. Uh, at that time, I was doing uh, IT work, and in uh, the process, was scary and and all of that. But I did get it through. I was blessed to have some folks. Help me with that. And I've actually had family members working for me. I had two of my oldest sisters. I'm the youngest of four, uh, mm-hmm. and I had two of my oldest sisters working for me. So it was it was uh, very interesting uh, having to tell them what to do when normally they told me what to do. So, mm-hmm. But business is business. And I actually remember telling somebody, I said, uh, I'm not going to put somebody in a place just because they're related to me. That's money out the window if they don't fit. So exactly. so you're right about that. But this was good. Um, I'm going to text table 2023 to 66866 because <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm an old person that can write down at least five numbers, you know, and not miss five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Without appreciate it. <laughs> 
That's sweet. Well, IT is my background. I started out in computer operations, actually, um, in St. Louis at the Federal Records Center. So anybody that was in the military had a DD-214, I was pulling records. That was my first good government job back then. So, uh, um, yeah, so I speak geek, geek it. How about that? I, I can see myself one of you, the, you, you, the hidden you, 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 do geek, you do geek speak? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, well I, listen. I I started way back to punch cards. There were no there were no PCs and home computers. So yeah, we'll talk about that offline. There you go. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but no, this was great. I actually don't have any questions that that won't border uh, consulting questions. So uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Thank you so very much for this information and keeping it plain and straightforward. That was the one thing I really wanted to comment on okay. because uh, yours was very functional. It's not about, oh, get this free, these free government contracts. No, you got to be a real business. You got to be legit. And the other thing you said, which I thought was great, um, my business background ended up being in the jobs that I had, even though I didn't do it as that business person with the EIN and the corporation and all of that, I did have that experience, and that's how it that's how it went. My resume became my my business resume, and mm-hmm. so it yeah. it really helped. Um, also, if you if you are a small business and you've done some and you've done some work on the side. Even though you only did a little, it doesn't matter. That's your business experience. You put that in your capability statement. You put that in your, your background and experience. And, and a lot of times we miss that. We can even be on a job right. where we're giving given a task that's above mm-hmm. our pay grade. You you may have been a project manager but did not have the title. You might have right. been that programmer or that coder, but you had to put mm-hmm. the project plan together. You had to put people in place and we we miss that, especially us people of color. Um, we we get uh, get jobs and we're just happy to have them, but they're getting the the work of three people out of us, three different positions. Right. But we only put oh I was a computer operator, but mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't realize we were managing devices, we were installing and and just other things that was uh, of a higher level. So those mm-hmm. are, those are, I'm glad you brought those things out. Thank you so that very is, much. That is true. Well, thank you. Thank you. That, that reminds me of a story. A young lady was retiring out of 20 years in, in HR, and uh, she wanted to get into the government contract, and she felt she didn't have experience. It's like, you have been an HR department for 20 years. You bring that. So let's help you package that in a manner, like you said, through the capabilities and, and partner you with. You bring all of that expertise. It's like... That's the thing is to understand to partnership. In other words, if if I got a car and and, and you got some gas, we can roll. Let's go. Let's find out how to collaborate. And that is uh, art within itself. And we need to get over ourselves in order to get to the uh, table. Well, uh, yes, when you mentioned that, I wanted to comment on that. Not just the partnering, but building your team when when you have when you, when you're starting a business and one of the pieces that I I missed a long time ago was that you have to build your team of right people uh mm-hmm. I was great at what I did I was I was excellent at computers I could do almost anything but I didn't know beans about running a business managing mm-hmm. the books e- even as much as producing an invoice cuz back in the day I had to type it up myself 
I didn't have a, an automated accounting system. So, But even getting somebody who could do all of those things, because mm-hmm. if you're working from you know 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., you're, mm-hmm. you're too burnt out to do the back office work. So that, exactly. that, part, of, that part of partnering is also one of the pieces mm-hmm. that we miss. So, right. yes, um, getting a larger contract that you would love to have, you can do it, but not even have the, the cash flow, the funding, the capital, mm-hmm. the working capital. And that, that also hindered me from getting contracts when I probably could have partnered with someone who, who mm-hmm. already had working capital and they had people on payroll that they were already um, making happen. I could have gotten contracts, mm-hmm. brought them in, and instead of and maybe instead of me getting uh, the $300,000 I would have gotten, I could have gotten sixty. Mm-hmm. Oh well, why am I going to give up all that money? Well, I gave up the whole three hundred. Yeah, exactly. Lost the whole thing, and and that's it. You know, you're buying access again. That's another strategy, and people do. You know, smart individuals will do that all the time. They're going to find somebody again that knows more than they do. Mm -hmm. Build that relationship and that network so that they can, you know, fly on their coattail. And and that's the way you get in. So find someone that's, you know, willing to mentor you or bring you alongside of them uh, when you add value. So that's key. One of the things I want to point out, too, um, at SBA, which is the Small Business Administration, that's another uh, organization under the government, they have a program called Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, Thrive. It's a, uh upscale emerging leaders program of training. Again, normally it's a six-month. I had the opportunity of leading or coaching the Indianapolis and the St. Louis uh, coaches there. And again, it's those individuals that you just mentioned, they they were million-dollar companies in there. The uh, ground on that is 240000 you have to uh, make to be in that cohort. Um, but basically, these companies, they started out and they just green light go. And then they're coming back now, years later, to understand how to do financing, how to do marketing, how to do sales and social media. So what you just said is key. And that's why I was saying to start out with your business in mind for growth. Did we lose it? Yeah, you went blank there. Yeah. Okay. So, are you still there? Mm-hmm. I am here. Oh, okay. We we lost you at the end of the comment, I believe. Oh, you were okay. Saying about, about the SBA Thrive Program Emerging Leaders Training. Exactly. It's a uh, six month program. Again, for those businesses that are clocking maybe two hundred forty thousand or more. And what he was just saying about. Um, coming back. In other words, you're starting your business out and probably thinking, oh, this is just my little business, and it took off, and you didn't understand truly how to do your financing, how to do marketing, social media, how to scale now, how to hire, uh, do the reviews and evaluations. It's a a capstone evaluation that's done at the end of the program. And um, again, I would highly recommend if you have the opportunity to dedicate and pour into yourself to sign up for that, it is a, a value add to be in the room with other game changers that want to now invest in themselves. So, again, that is typical. That is truly typical that a company will, will start off and, and they grow so fast that they miss some of the foundational steps to um, succeed. So they come back and do that. So, again, 
it's called the Thrive Program through the SBA, and it's a free program. So it's a free training. And, you know, so for the six months, is it like an hour a week, or is it a couple hours, or how, did, how is that structured? Do you know offhand just a little bit? Sure. So it, it's uh, structured in cohorts. Uh, so normally you will meet with your small team, maybe three to four people, um, on a, uh, a twice-a-month basis, and then you meet with your coach uh, once a month. So, again, it's very structured. Uh, and the value add, honestly, is in the learning. We bring in other experts. Say if it's somebody that's a specialist in social media. Uh, actually, I brought in my daughter, uh, Soraya, as an IP attorney to talk about compliance, setting up your contracts, uh, things like that that, you know, individuals, they think they have everything together, but uh, they don't. So, again, um, those are some of the topics or modules uh, that are there. And then at the end, you do a presentation. So it's a certificate uh, at the end that you get. But you do your uh, presentation, and you have your business plan, and and that's the bottom line. You are able to take all of those strategies uh, around um, social media, marketing, sales, uh, growth, and, and what does that look like? Again, how do you hire? We talked, you know, about that. You know, bringing on employees and and what, or even to sometimes scale does not mean expanding. Scale can be hey, I make more money by myself. And, and truly, we had an individual like that. You know, she didn't want to hire. She made more money by scaling back. So, again, we have mm. to define what business you're in and what scale looks like. You know, some people don't, you know, want to grow like that. But in this business, she, she was she was a $500,000 business, but she decided to uh, go solo. So, again, that's very important to understand who you are and what business you're in and, and what that growth Looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow, great, great, great. And and family, when you hit six six eight six six and put the word table, it comes back to send a reply with your name and email. Once you send that, then you'll get another link for the free consultation to set up on our calendar. So definitely want to encourage you to do that if you are in uh, in that type of field that you can benefit from that. But it's a great conversation today, and I definitely thank you for that opportunity. Uh, okay, over to you. I'm sorry. What did you say? I want to. I want to make sure it's, it's table 2023 is the uh, keyword you put in there. So yeah, and I put it all together. Do, do people okay. need to not put a space between that, or does it matter? No space. No space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did no space, and it came right. I, I figured sometimes people might want to put a space. Don't do it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You got it. Over. Over to you, Ben. You girl. Wow, 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 Soroya Van Horn, this is fabulous. Oh, it's funny that you should mention the term uh, crucial conversations. Uh, that was a book I read a long time ago that mm-hmm. was just amazing about yeah. having crucial conversations mm-hmm. in business and in life. And exactly. it's on YouTube today, uh, so it's very worth pursuing. They even have workbooks. Uh, mm-hmm. So that you can do like eight-hour sessions of mm-hmm. learning how to speak to each other clearly, mm-hmm. and I, I just love it. Um, could you elaborate a little bit on what happens in this uh, consultation? What should we um, bring to it to be prepared to um, uh, really? Um, maximize our return on uh, this uh, conversation. Sure. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. 
So, exactly. Thank you for the question. So basically it's an opportunity for me to ask you a question to help you think. So, again, finding out what business are you in, okay? So, for instance, uh, someone, again, may be in uh, selling wigs. Again, you know, the government can can buy wigs um, for those that are going through cancer treatment or things like that. So is the wig business the service or product that you're really in, or is it in helping to make a woman feel better? So we dig down into what is the business that you're in, okay? So, again, that comes into health services. So identifying the business, the service that you provide or the product that you provide, again, understanding what growth looks like and what does that mean for you? In other words, truly, when we talked about scaling, do you want to grow uh, fast, large, or do you want to scale back? So, again, helping you with real questions on what business you're in and how do you want to grow and serve people. So those are the things. And then I, I being I have a, an IT background, I'm really big on, on tools and tactics. So, again, helping you to understand how to automate your business. So we'll go through that. Uh, automation is key. Processes are key to understand what process do you have in place. So many businesses, they want to fault uh, the help. In other words, the employee or the virtual assistant saying that they didn't do this. And the fault is it's on you. You did not set the expectation of what they were to do. You need it in writing. Documentation is key. You know, you can tell somebody something, but you need to write it down. And, again, talk to that person about that. So, again, making sure that your company is set up in order to advance. And and, then, and that takes a minute to understand what does that look like so that you won't point the finger at someone when the finger is really at you because you didn't set it up properly. And that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Com- that's crucial conversations. And I think we were in the same uh, class with that when I was uh, when I was in corporate. That was a required reading. Crucial conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I taught the class to managers. <laughs> okay. I don't see King David today. So, thank you. Well, for any new callers on the line, by pressing star six, we'd like to welcome you. Just return the love, energy, and vibration that we share here each day. We invite you to come back again. We are here Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, including holidays, and definitely like to hear from you. If not today, then do come back another day soon. Let's remember all ages are welcome on our broadcast, so take the opportunity to invite someone to join us, whether live or on the replay, at 712-432-432. One zero eight five same ten nine one five three five eight pound. When you invite people to the broadcast, make sure you alert them if they have Metro PCS or T Mobile. Some of the cell phone providers have blocks in regard to conference calling. The bridge line they can dial through is two zero six four five one six zero four three. Once you dial that number, you do need to enter the conference call number and the pound sign behind it, then the pin number and the pound sign a second time. The option set as with a Google Voice number, you can dial directly through and have a bonus to have a second phone line for your business or your personal life. But we definitely appreciate each and every one of you. If you are a new caller and do not have a comment or a question, we would still appreciate you unmuting your line, giving us your name, your city who invited you, so we can give you a warm welcome and return to love. If you're listening to our replay and would like to join us live, that number is 667-770-1523, the PIN number 915-358-POUND. 
In addition to live and replay, we also have our podcast available 24-7 at BillionaireMastermindForum.org. And again, that's .org. If you are an iPhone user, we suggest that you send yourself a text or send one to someone that's going to be joining us that you're inviting. And that way they can click on a link rather than having to go to a search page. In addition to being on the uh, website, we're also on Anchor, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes. Uh, We're about to start Q&A. With that, star six will open your mic. The one key will put you in the queue. The two key will remove you from the queue. So star six is the one key, family. Star six is the one key. We want to hear your comments. Let's go, go, go. Keep the story moving. Over to you, Sam. Okay. Let's see. Who do we have in the queue? We have... Billionaire expression of love, Queen Janine. Great. You are unmuted. Great. Great rising. What a great conversation. So elegantly put together. The presentation was amazing. I took copious notes. I was a little late, but I took copious notes from the time that I heard. Um, and I want to say I love your name. I'm get, I hope I get it right. Thank Soroya. you. Soroya, like, like LaToya, Soroya. Soroya. You got it. Thank you. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you. So, you know, I've been looking at you too. My husband's business is electrical. He wants to supply electrical supplies. So I did Mm -hmm. the capability statement. I I actually registered him as a foreign entity in Washington, D.C. And um, my question is, is the unique ID the same thing as the sound number? Because I got his unique ID. And his NAIC code. So the um, unique ID, uh, UEI is what they call it now, is a replacement of the Dunn's number. So the Dunn and Bradstreet number is no longer uh, the way they're identifying companies now. So it's the UEI, which is Unique Entity Identifier. So that's um, one thing. Uh, Now, uh, did you say the I'm sorry, did you say the NAICS code or did you say SAMS? What, what were you asking, the second part of that? So I, I was asking if you, so I still need to get the SAM code because if the SAM code is not the same thing as unique ID, that's what I need to do then. And then I no, asked so, you about the NAICS code. I'm sorry, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure you, you're saying that right. So SAM is the portal or the dashboard that you would go to to register. So it's SAM.gov, G-O-V. So okay. make sure that, and again, just warning there, um, there's so many um, ancillary type companies out there. Make sure it's a .gov. Anything .gov is legit. If you do it, okay. go to a .com, it, it, you know you are on your own. So <laughs> make sure it's a .gov site. Uh, .gov. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I, I I'm You're already welcome. on your schedule for the 24th. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Thank you. I look forward to meeting you online. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, and let's see. Who do we have up next in the queue? 7716. Hi, this is Ma'at. Hi, Ma'at. How are you? I am good. I am good. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you, Soroya. Um, Information was powerful. I have a question um, regarding entertainment, mm-hmm. is there a arena or a platform um, where the government does business with entertainers? 
So uh, the government has conferences, okay, and that can be a uh, area of um, RFP, in other words, request for a proposal there. Again, they buy everything. The only thing the government uh, doesn't buy, and, and my understanding is banking, because they own the bank and then insurance. So those are the only two areas that I know of that they do not buy. But other than that, uh, it, so it wouldn't be, it may not be as prevalent as IT or construction, but yeah, there, there is an opportunity for for that to be. Um, again, when we're talking about the soldiers coming home, you know, I can think of that. They used to have a program called the Yellow Ribbon Program, mm-hmm. and again, that was round travel. You you know, more so from a, a travel agent standpoint, they would uh, you'd have to secure a hotel. They'd tell you that um, you need you know food, uh, so much food. They'll have a Opportunity, you have to have kid activity, you have to have something for the spouses, things like that. So, again, I, I can see that being more in that arena for an entertainment or conference type area. But, again, when you have opportunities like that, there's other tactics and strategy where you can go in and have an unsolicited proposal. You may see an area of need. So don't be afraid. You know, those are the things we can talk about, too, on how you can uh, pitch to them. So, again, the, you know, you can pitch to the government also. So good okay, question. Okay, so good, good. It, it, it probably wouldn't be – I probably couldn't register on SAM.gov, but just maybe meeting with you, you I could put me in the di- right direction you're saying? I can, yeah. So, yeah, please go ahead okay. and, and sign up for, for a yes. call and we can okay. talk about it. All right. I look forward All to right. it. All right, thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you thank so you. much. You're welcome. Ahmad, the first time you were a guest after that's your family, thank you so much for coming back today. And um, and I see that you enjoyed it. So wonderful. I'm not, Glad I'm to not, have you. It's not my first time, though. I, I'm also a, a goddess. So I've been no. Yeah, I, I, yes, yes, yes. I, and I remember that as well. Um, love okay. to have you more often anytime you can. You're definitely welcome, and we appreciate you inviting others to join us as well. For yes, sure. Yes, Thank yes. you. Thank you. Too much white. Star key. six and a one. Yeah, star Too six and a one key, family. Star six and a one key. Get in the queue. Okay. And. You are unmuted all the way from Dallas, Fort Worth, Marvelous Marina. Go, go, go. Brand rising, billionaire, mastermind, form family on this wonderful, widespread, wide ranging Wednesday. My God, Sister Soraya, is that correct? Soraya. Soraya, okay, Soraya, okay, I love that. Your topic today was awesome. I truly enjoyed your presentation regarding the strategies and the steps that we need to incorporate in order to position ourselves for multi-million dollar large government contracts. You have empowered me with a plethora of knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> that I can use to empower myself and my and position myself and my businesses. I have several small businesses for the future. In fact, I am in the process of working with a local acquaintance of my brother. My brother is military retired. Mm-hmm. By the way, several people in my family that are military retired uh, mm-hmm. 
they were in the Air Force, Army, even Navy and Marines. Mm-hmm. So we are thinking about, we are talking in talks, trying to get a government contract so we can build some group homes or some mental health or medical facilities for uh, veterans. In mm-hmm. fact, he currently has a contract where he recruits nurses. I don't have a whole lot of knowledge in that area. That's not my expertise because my businesses are I do credit repair and I have a small construction company. So we're in talks right now to partner together so we can get or attain a large government contract so we can help people within the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And our goal is also is to set ourselves up globally so we're able to compete with uh, larger companies. So I definitely will be talking to you later today, of uh, today or sometime this week, and see what kind of suggestions or recommendations that you have for me, because I can mm-hmm. use all the knowledge that you have, because you have empowered me with a wealth of information, like I said. And I really appreciate you, and I want to thank you, because I think I manifested you today. <laughs> well, be blessed and stay you. safe. Thank- Thank you. You'd be blessed, too. I appreciate that. Let me uh, help you a little bit on that. So when you mentioned you're uh, in credit repair, remember I, I mentioned to you that, uh, you know, to identify what it is that you sell and how, what the government buys. So, again, when I hear credit repair, guess what? You can set up a company where you do training. Government buys training all day long, and training is key oh. even within your uh, opportunities, your own community centers and backyard. Again, financial literacy, helping people to uh, – get jobs, helping youth, helping second chance individuals. Okay. So that credit repair, again, can be taken into a learning mode where you can uh, deliver that in a different way. Again, build your team up. But i tell you what's, not, what's even more hotter is uh, what you okay. mentioned with the, uh, the, the homes. Again, tiny homes, veterans' homes, healthy, all that comes under health care. Again, it can okay. be under the, the Veterans Administration or it can be under the Department of Housing. It don't matter who got the money. You just want a piece of it, right? <laughs> That's right. I just want my piece of the pie. There you go. So, yeah, you, you're sitting on some hot hot buckets. And I tell you, a veteran is your, your key in. Your veteran is a key in. That's a hot ticket now. Thanks to Stacey Abrams out of Atlanta, she made uh, the black-owned woman the ticket to ride. So, again, to get woman-owned certified, Let's do it. Right. Again, you have to get those set-asides and get in position to win the set-aside. That's pools of money that are set-aside specifically for you. Okay? So take advantage of the Well, thanks, sister. Seems like I'm on the right track with your help. And I used to be a teacher, by the way, so I know how to teach. You read it. That's right. Get your rule out. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Thank you. We'll be talking later. Be blessed. Stay safe. You have a good one. Okay. And who do we have up next? All the way from the Windy City, Billionaire Linda. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Savoya. Ah, Linda. (laughs) The one and only. (laughs) Yes. God bless you. This was great. Fantastic and amazing. This is a powerful presentation. You just like my, that's my natural sister, marvelous <laughs> Marina, that was right before me. Everything okay. like she said, you gave us so much great information. Now, I'm going to text to uh, 66866 to repeat Correct. that. 
Yeah, yeah. so you text the word TABLE, T-A-B-L-E, 2023, no spaces. Okay. And you, yeah, you're texting that to 66866. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. You are I welcome. am so grateful and thankful for you. This is Thank such you. a blessing. This is so much great information for us. Just giving us some procedures and policies to know what we can do, what we shouldn't do, to know, to help us if it's, like you said, what if. So we mm-hmm. need to know that because that's like strategy from God. So I thank you so much for this. And I want you to know this with your phenomenal, powerful, amazing, fantastic self. You have made me today, girlfriend, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh-huh. Love you, love you, love you. Thank you. Love you, too. Thank you. <laughs> love the energy. Okay. Yes, yes. She she does come with energy. <laughs> Always great energy. Okay. Who do we have up next? We have Billionaire Amazing. All the way from sunny Florida. You are unmuted. Greetings. greetings, greetings, greetings. Thank you, Stan. Greetings, Miss Arroyo. Hello. Um, I think I spoke to your daughter a couple of weeks ago, but um, it's good to hear the mom. I love what you're doing. And I came on during your presentation, so there are some things that I miss, and I hope I don't go back over it too much. But... Um, I wanted to to thank you for for this awesome presentation. I am going to listen to the playback and take Mm -hmm. notes and then uh, send a text to get on your schedule after that. But um, I wanted to ask you, based on the parts that I was hearing, um, as far as getting the contracts, how much, what does your background have to look like? Like, So let's say I have a talent or gift with certain things, but then the person that I may want to, well, I may not want to work, but I'm just saying that what if the person has a felony or something, but, you know, what happens there? Is it a a tight security program where, um, you know, they'll say, okay, well, we can't have this person because just want to make sure that I'm clear on something like that. Good question. And and the answer is it depends. So um, can you uh, give me an idea what business you have in mind? <clears throat> um, right now, it, not, it's not really, not really. But okay, that's, and that's fine. It, so, so to answer your question, the government, yeah, it it depends on what role that you're bringing that person in on. Again, when we talk about you know audits and things like that, if you you know financial business, then that you know may uh, lend to a different conversation. But uh, historically, no, and that's that's a good thing about. Uh, federal government too is that yeah you you can you know um, partner with others that uh, may have a, a past like that and uh, it, it doesn't uh, uh, hinder that again you find you I'm sorry you fill out documents and things of that nature and and you admit to it yeah so it, it doesn't hinder you and that's the good thing about uh, getting in business period okay so you don't Got have to go through mind. all of that okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. And I have one last question. Now, I'm with um, since I'm prior military. When we reach out to you, are you able to help us um, curtail some of our experiences a little bit more to get those contracts as well? I'm not sure if you mm-hmm. said it during the call when I was. When I was yeah, 
Veterans of Green Light Go. So uh, thank you for your service. Uh, most definitely. Lady Soldier, I love it. Uh, but, yeah, you you definitely have priority. Again, veterans are, are the set-asides are high priority, and then uh, black-owned uh, women-owned businesses also. So, yeah, you have an advantage already. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Okay. So, Q&A going once, Q&A going twice. Looks like people cannot find star six in the one key today, Lady Tycoon. (laughs) So, back to you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any closing remarks from you, Sawyer? Well, first of all, I, I want to thank you and your entire team for the diligence that you have um, been uh, so uh, gracious in, in offering to all to share the knowledge. Again, knowledge applied is what this is all about. It's, it's information out there all day, but what are you going to do with it? Again, I challenge you as I start out, what is your dream? As kids, we started out dreaming, hey, I want to be a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, and then life happened, right? So think about your legacy. Think about the things that you are championing. Think about what you're leaving behind. And don't stop dreaming. Continue to dream. That's so key. Thank you for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get your beautiful, amazing daughter to say hello as well as, uh, you know, the other half of your team. So that, um, and I'm sure that when, when you're speaking, that you'll find if anyone that may need her services as well, that I'm sure there'll be uh, that that opportunity. So we mm-hmm. definitely, I was I so excited that. to meet both of you at the Power Networking Conference. So uh, it was really an honor just to you know to to see both of you, and so with something totally different that we hadn't seen there in the past that I can recall. So um, mm-hmm. def- definitely th- your services are so necessary in regard to what we're doing and to be able to help so many uh, small businesses to mm-hmm. get on the bigger front and to have a much be- bigger presence as well as a greater success. So we definitely thank you for your service and, and all of your expertise in guiding us all in the right direction. I'm looking forward to my conference tomorrow. No, I'm, actually, I was going to do it tomorrow, but I'll be on Friday. So yeah, thank you so much for making tomorrow. your calendar available for us. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you calling out my daughter. So, again, I help individuals set up their company, and she helps them protect it. Again, with IP, there's so many copycats that you don't want to be out there saying that somebody stole your information. When you put it mm-hmm. out there, you did, they didn't steal it. You gave it to them. So remember that when you <laughs> advertise your business and brand, uh, expect stuff to happen because people are, as they say, thirsty and hungry for information and they'll take it and run with no apology. So. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for helping us learn how to protect ourselves. Uh, Out in that big, bad world of that Internet, and especially when you have knowledge of your IT. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so well, much. You. Stick around if you yeah. can for a little bit. We go on to our JOTD, even though it's also be weekly on Fridays. But I know he just loves giving us a joke of the day, and I love getting it. So, billion dollars, Don. You got a minute to come on down? I know you're on your way somewhere, but you got to get sneaky yeah. You know, it's so funny too because uh, I was at the Martin Luther King Parade the other day, and one of the commissioners, Dan Cox, 
walked up to me. She says, Donald, you're funny. She says, the first joke you ever told me was that time when you say, oh, you know what? I'm supposed to take my wife out tonight. I don't know if I should use a 45 or a 38. <laughs> oh, gosh, Donald, Donald, Donald. Got it, Donald. Talk to y'all. Oh, wait. Don't forget. <laughs> That, that, that one, that one, that one, not very nice, big dollar dog. Now, now you know why I'm not really divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby dog, Don. Love you, man. All right, family, time to call for the closers. And I'm not sure if Esmond was able to get in. I think she texted me that she had an issue. So, uh, billionaire showgirl and this issue. I'm here. Oh, oh good. Okay, hold it for the next show, girl. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Soraya Van Horn, this has been an awesome, awesome broadcast, all because of you. We oh, love you, you and we thank you. Mm, I got my point. Mm. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you. Bless you. I look forward to meeting you. <laughs> The pleasure is mine, I'm sure. Oh, Evelyn would like to add to this. Evelyn, Mm -hmm. what do you say? I say this is Evelyn rejoicing in abundance. And Soroya, oh, you gave us a wealth of information. I'm not quite ready yet, but when I get ready, (laughs) you are the person, believe me. Uh, And I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to also say something about the Billionaire Mastermind Forum Broadcast Family. I tell you, we're like a box of chocolate. You never, ever know what you are going to get, but you are guaranteed that it's going to be good. 